This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for June 3rd, 2012, Trinity Sunday. The Gospel is taken from the book of John, chapter 3, verses 1 through 17. The message is a special ministry report by Joel Penton. Good morning. Well, I'm excited to be back. Uh, for those of you that don't know me, my name is Joel Penton. I was here about a year and a half ago and uh, got to preach a sermon and, and tell you about uh, our ministry here in the States and, uh, and represent the Hawkins because they were in East Asia. And uh, real quickly, I want to introduce you to the team. If you could, there's a separate PowerPoint uh, presentation. And uh, my, my half of the team is right here. <laughs> Coming down the aisle, all of them. My wife Bethany there is uh, holding our newest edition, uh, Luther, who is about six weeks old. Our next youngest, <laughs> who can't stand up right now, is Judah. He's, uh, how old is he now? Like 20 months? 20 months? He's one. Uh, and then our oldest is Joel the third. And uh, so that's kind of my. You say hi. So there they are, and uh, and they can't stand up here with me the whole time. So she's going to take them out. But uh, the other half of the team is the holidays, and they were here a year and a half ago. Uh, Ryan and Emily Holiday. In the picture there, they're holding uh, their daughter Whitney, and they're really excited that uh, they're expecting another child in the fall, uh, who they just found out last week is going to be a boy, and so. The, the team is growing, <laughs> even since, since, we, since we were here, the team has grown significantly. But uh, first of all, I just want to thank all of you um, for your support. I know there's even people in this room who support our ministry and the ministry of the Hawkins, and, and we're just so grateful for people like you uh, to come alongside us and partner with us, and I, I really can't tell you how thankful we are. And I put together just, a, you heard from me not too long ago, so I put together just a few questions that we often get about our ministry for any of you that, that weren't here. Um, the first question is, what is your mission field? Uh, you know, the Hawkins are in ministry uh, on mission in East Asia, and uh, our mission field is public high schools and middle schools uh, all across the country. And so that's where we see our field, that we go out day in and day out to preach the gospel in public high schools and middle schools. The next question is, what is the vision of your specific ministry? And our vision, simply put, is to reach high school and middle schools, reach unchurched high school and middle school students with the gospel of Jesus. Uh, there's a lot of students out there in the public schools who uh, we say unchurched because they're, they're not in a church like this on Sunday morning. They're not exposed to the gospel on a regular basis or, or even at all. And so it's our goal to preach the gospel to them. And the way we do that is kind of a three-step process. Number one, uh, as a public speaker, I go in and I speak at full high school and middle school assemblies. Schools actually bring me in to speak to their full student body on character issues like commitment. And so I'll speak to like a thousand students at one time about commitment. 
And, and during the school day, I'm not able to share the gospel because it's a public school and they, they don't permit that. And so we hold uh, a, another event, which is step two, which is an outreach in the evening where Ryan, who is a musician, plays some music. I get to share the rest of my story. I get to share the gospel. And uh, we get to challenge students to take the step for themselves to put their trust in Jesus. And the third step, um, you could kind of call follow-up. We, we try to stay in touch with students through email, through Facebook. Uh, we try to give some, them some guidance to help them grow in their walk with Christ. And one thing we were able to, do, to develop about a year ago, we're really excited about, is a, a book that I wrote called Seven Lies Almost Every Teen Believes. And we wrote this book for the specific purpose of putting this into the hands of students who come to our outreaches. It's just filled with uh, how, do you grow, how do you grow in your walk with Christ? How do you know if you really are a Christian? How do you find a good church? Uh, things like that. And uh, through the support of people just like you, we were so fortunate to be able to give a copy of this for free to every single student this year that came to one of our outreaches. About, about 10,000 students received a free copy of this book um, this year. And so that's kind of the, the overall vision of the ministry. The, the next question we often get is, is the ministry effective in reaching students? And as Brian shared, this is kind of a difficult question to answer because, uh, you know, how do you measure effectiveness? How do you measure success um, when it's our job just to go and to do the work? And so that's really how we try to consider, you know, it's our job to preach the gospel and to, to share the message with as many people as possible and then leave it up to God to go to work in those people's lives. Uh, however, like the Hawkins, we do get to see some really cool and exciting things happen in students' lives. And, and just as one example, I thought I'd share with you something from this past year uh, since I was here last. Uh, if you could bring up that quote. Well, first let me ex explain this, that we uh, did an event in Wisconsin, uh, in a little town called Nakusa. Like 400 students came out to this outreach in the evening. We shared the gospel with them. We gave each one of them a copy of the book. And then just a day or two later, I received this message posted on my Facebook wall in a place, a public place where, where other people could read it. And uh, I don't know if you can read it up there. I'll, I'll read it to you. A girl named Jenny posted, Joel, I just read your whole book within 24 hours. I think that it is great. While my classes were going on, I found it very hard to not open it and read it. I turned to God that night at Nakusa. I can't wait to grow more spiritually. Really exciting, really cool to see a girl uh, write that. And uh, so I replied and I said, wow, I'm glad you like the book so much. I'm even more excited that you've turned to Jesus. Did you read through the now what section, uh, which is just kind of some practical next step type thing. Did you read through the now what section at the end of the book? And Jenny replied and said, yes, I did. I think that it will take me a while to make a, a habit of praying every day and going to church, but I'm so willing to make that commitment. And what's really cool is that now, and this is all happening on my Facebook wall, which is public, other people can read it. Now a different girl named Laura chimes into the conversation. And she says this, she says, I wanted to say something as well. I know you as one of my close friends, Jenny, and I'm really proud that you made that commitment. I also turned to Jesus that night at the concert, and I asked him sincerely to come into my life. 
and that I would li- that I would live for him. I read the entire book as well, and it really made me think about the way I was living and looking at things. Now I'm ready to have him in my life forever. And, and then Jenny replied to Laura and said, that's good, Laura. We can do this together, which I just love that. You know, seeing all this happen just days after we were in this small town in Nakusa, Wisconsin. And um, I replied and said, I'm excited for you guys. You should try to connect with a pastor in the area. I'm, I met a pastor named Steve uh, who's from Christian Life Fellowship, and he seems like a great guy. And Jenny replied and said, yes, we will definitely have to do that. Once again, thanks a lot. If you and Ryan had not come to Nakusa, none of this would have happened, so thanks. And so that's just a little example, a little anecdote of some uh, some of the things that we get to see day in and day out as we go into public schools and we get the amazing opportunity to present the gospel to, to these students who otherwise may not hear it. And, and so... Uh, the, the la- not the last question, but the next question is, how is the ministry funded? Well, our ministry, just like the Hawkins, we're funded like most missionaries that through private donations. People just like yourselves saying, you know what, I believe in the vision, I believe in the ministry, and so I'm going to come alongside you and partner with you financially. We say it's a consistent financial support team because we look uh, for people who are going to support us on a consistent basis as we're consistently out there uh, in the ministry, people will come alongside us uh, monthly, consistently. And the last question is, how can we help? <laughs> and I'm so glad you asked. That was, <laughs> I was waiting for you to ask that, and you did. How can we help? Well, um, you can really help in two big ways. Number one, as Brian mentioned, you can pray for our ministry. We believe in prayer, and we know that as we pray, God responds. And so please um, join us in praying for our ministry. And secondly, as you probably guessed, you can be a part of that consistent financial support team. And I know there are many of you here who already are. And again, we are so grateful. But if you're not supporting us, we just like to give the invitation, invite you to do so. What we're looking for is people who are willing to give $20 a month. And you can actually sign up to be a part of that team, to give $20 a month at the back table after the service. And what we'll have you do, we have a, a little card, it's real quick, you fill it out, uh, check a couple boxes, and then you can either uh, give us a voided check, which then we're able to receive the donations uh, automatically, and then at any time you can just tell us to cancel it or change it. Or if you don't have a voided check, that's totally cool, I don't carry a checkbook, you can, you can mail us one. Uh, but again, you can sign up at the back table and... Uh, if you currently support us and you didn't get a copy of my book in the mail, we, we, we brought some copies. We want to make sure we give you one before you leave. And if you sign up today to support us, we also want to give you a copy just so you can see what the students are getting. Um, again, thank you so much for your support and thank you so much for having us. Look forward to seeing many of you in the back. Um, many of you know that since um, Columbine, I've had a, a real passion for young people in particular. Somebody has to do something. I mean, we can't have young people killing each other. And, and I don't really believe personally that you can pass enough laws or have enough self-esteem classes to help people. I think that they need to know Christ. Um, because if they know Christ in their heart and they know that they're loved and valued, they don't have to do all of those things. And I don't 
don't know we've ever had anybody who knew Christ walk into a school with a gun. It just seems to be antithetical to the concept. So it's always been a passion for me. One of the, the problems for a lot of us is that we, we can't just quit our jobs and go off to a foreign country somewhere. For some of us, we wouldn't want to do that anyway because it's kind of scary. Um, and, and we can't travel around the country and, and talk to young people a lot. Um, so, but what we can do is help those who can. And in that way, we too become missionaries. So if you're able, and I know the economy's tough, and, and if you're not able, they understand. It would still be nice if you could pray for them um, every day. But if you are able to, uh, I'd like to encourage you to uh, sign up to be a partner in that ministry to help uh, spread that. Maybe it might save your child's life someday. The um, loose offering today also, if you can't sign up for a regular thing, the loose offering today also is designated to go uh, to the two ministries as well. So you can uh, do that if you would, um, if that works better for you. The um, Brian and Cheryl don't say much about the country where they are because, um, not so much because they're afraid for themselves, by the way, um, although it's illegal for them to be doing it too, but, um, which makes their mother Candy. Candy, why don't you stand up? Candy's a member of our congregation. She's real happy about this. <laughs> kind of proud and worried all at the same time. Um, but um, they would probably be deported more than likely. But for the people that they brought to faith and have taught this, um, they could be jailed even. I mean, that's how difficult it is. And it's weird because um, Asia, I don't know if you know, sir, is the fastest growing part of the world for Christians. More Christians, more people are coming to Christ in Asia than anywhere else in the world, um, which is pretty cool. So I don't know, maybe we should make it illegal here and then we'd all see the church grow, right? <laughs> seems to work well, I don't know. <laughs> church always seems to grow best when it's being persecuted. But, um, I guess we get complacent um, otherwise. Um, but it's an exciting um, thing that they're doing uh, over there. And hopefully if other countries and young people in other countries can come to know Christ, maybe the kind of wars and things that we see around the world can become fewer um, as time goes on. Maybe if we all know the mind of Christ and follow it, maybe we won't have to kill each other. The um, other thing I want to mention about Joel's ministry to students is a, is a personal one, because uh, I know personally of a, from personal experience of an impact. Um, those of you who uh, uh, have been around here probably remember that Joel Penton played for Ohio State. I, I think he was on the team for a little while. <laughs> Did they let you play? Yeah, a little bit. Don't let anybody get hit. But um, but he um, played. But but the neat thing about Joel was that he didn't consider that to be really um, what he was about. It was something that he did, but it wasn't what he was about. Christ was what he was about. Well, my nephew, Michael, who some of you have heard me talk about, he, he runs in the ultra marathons, 100 milers, um, which I still can't quite get my mind around. But um, Who's getting married, by the way, in six weeks. So, um, five weeks now. But... Um, when he was 8 or 10, something like that, he um, went um, to a football game with his dad, and he wanted the football player's autograph. And so he's waiting outside the gate there for the football players to come out. And when they come out, the first person he sees is Joel. And he says, can I have your autograph? And Joel says, well, yeah, but first I want your autograph. And uh, Joel has a book that he had all these kids sign autographs of that he, he still has today. Um, 
But what's remarkable about that for me is that Michael uh, went on to get a uh, scholarship to Shawnee State, ran cross country. Now he's getting a degree in sports management. Um, but like Joel, he was so inspired that he also um, is a faithful and devout Christian who uses this as a means to which to, to help people come to know and love Jesus Christ. So it does really have an impact on, on real people. Um, and, and this is a great opportunity for us to, to take part in. Let us stand and confess our faith. You were just listening to Come and See. Come and See is a production of St. Andrew's Anglican Church in Little Center, Ohio. St. Andrew's is also available online at www.standrewspolaris.org. Please join us again when we invite you to come and see.